0: It. Isn't it good to just stop sometimes and remember how good God has been? You know, we get, we get busy during the days, we get busy during the weeks, we get busy during the months, and, and we can often forget how good God is to us. It's easy to get caught up in, in the, the rat race, it's easy to get caught up in everything that's going on around us, and we forget His benefits. We forget his blessing. We forget his benevolence on us. We forget that that God is one who loves us deeply and loves us dearly and is concerned with us far and above than we could ever imagine or dream. It has been good today to sit and to remember and to reflect on this last year of God's goodness to all of us. God's goodness is, is all over us here at First Alliance Church. We didn't even have time to talk about all of the, the other ministries that happen. We've talked throughout the year about our ESL classes. We've talked about our ministries that we offer, our support groups, divorce care, divorce care for kids. We've talked about grief share, surviving the holidays. We've talked about holiday blessings before. We've talked about all of the, the Bible studies that happen both, both properly and not that we have Bible studies that happen improperly, but Bible studies that are happening just on the fly, on the side that we don't even know about because people are just doing it out of, out of a desire to grow and to connect with others. God is up to something here at First Alliance, and we need to remember that. And we need to celebrate that, and I think we need to lean into that in prayer and action and say, God, what is next? What would you have for us? Where would you have us go? What about my life individually? What about my family? God, what do you want to do in me that then in turn turns into, God, what do you want to do through us? It starts with us as individuals. It starts with us as people. Because we, we, what's the, what's the saying? We're only as strong as our weakest link, right? Well, the church is a community. The church is not paid staff who stand here. The church is a community. It's us together. Look to the person on your right, right now. Just look at him. Look at him. Everybody, everybody's going to be looking at the wall. Look to the person on your left. That's the church. That's the church. We often think the church is an address or a parking lot. The church is people. The church is you. And if you ever wonder, how come God's not moving in our church? Well, then maybe we need to ask the question, is God moving in my life? And when God is moving in my life and that becomes contagious to the people around me and God moves in their lives and then collectively it's moving in the, the, the lives of, of a Sunday school group or a small group or a ministry that's operating, then God is on the move. I know Megan like, like talked about it and, and we kind of we clapped about it, but I, I'm pretty excited that over the summer we had close to 40 young adults uh, meeting here on a Tuesday night to explore their faith. Young adults, you know, all the people that we go home and bemoan about, how come they aren't doing any, you know, those millennials, right? Well, on Tuesday nights, they're here doing life with each other, getting into God's word and trying to discover maybe God wants to do something in their lives. Student ministries, God's moving. Senior adult ministries, God's moving. And we have the opportunity to lean into that. None of that was in my notes. So I have no idea where I'm at. (laughs) Psalm 145 is what I led with this morning. In verses one and two, it says, I will exalt you, my God, the King. Think of the phrasing. I will exalt you. My God, the King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you. And I will praise your name forever and ever. Forever and ever, every day. Have you ever tried that? Every day? Every day to bless God's name? If you're honest, you may be like me, and you get to about Thursday, and then something happens, right? And you forget, you sleep in late, you, get, you catch a cold, you're kind of sick, and you forget. And you forget to maybe on that day, praise God's name, forever and ever, every day. It's a challenge, isn't it? But it's a reminder to us of, of how, just, how just of how important it is for us to turn our eyes to God. It's a, it's a good reminder that when we get distracted by the world we live in, that God is still working, that God is still moving, that even through our distractions and through our frustrations and through our personal challenges, illnesses, and, and jobs, and, and finances, and family, that in the midst of all of that, God is still moving. God is still active. God is still the king. Verse 4, One generation will praise your works to another. And will declare your mighty acts. One generation will will praise your works to another and will declare your mighty acts. One of the beautiful things about First Alliance is our intergenerational connectedness. There's something powerful when people from different generations, different generations, Lay down their own desires. Live in surrender to God through Jesus. And live in service to each other. Think about what the psalmist said. One generation will praise your works to another and will declare your mighty acts. It is a beautiful thing to see the generations of this church interacting with each other lifting each other up, working together at a pie-eating contest at Fall Festival. It is a beautiful thing when Phoebe Herschelman wins that pie-eating contest. It is a beautiful thing when children run up to older adults and give them a hug in the hallway. It is a beautiful thing It is a beautiful thing that when our students go on a trip, there are people that write letters and notes to them, encouraging them and saying, we're praying for you. It is a beautiful thing. When we come together and we praise God together, from one generation, from one generation to another, don't forget what God is doing. Don't forget how he moves. Don't forget where his power is. Don't forget the stories. Don't forget what's been going on. And as the younger generation surrenders and serves themselves, breathing new life into an older generation, breathing new hope into an older generation, who may be sitting now, I don't know who you older generation people are. You got to define that for yourself. If I define that, I'm in trouble. Isn't it refreshing to see young adults take up the mantle? Isn't it refreshing to see students saying, I'm going to lean in? Isn't it refreshing to see young moms and young dads walking with their children in the hallways of a church and in the ministries that that this church provides? Isn't it refreshing to know that maybe, maybe there's a chance for our school systems in the future to not lose the hope of Jesus? Because one generation lifts a voice of praise to the other. As we see Christ, we should continue to ask ourselves, how can I serve well the generations around me? It's a question we should all ask. How can I serve well the generations around me? Imagine what God will do here at First Alliance as we encourage each other, as we pray for each other, and as we lean into each other with a posture of support and teaching and joy. You ever think about your posture? You ever think about our posture on a Sunday morning? How we look at each other and how we encourage each other? A posture of support a posture of joy, a posture of excitement for the next generation and the generation that's in front of us. Imagine what we could do together if we continued with that posture. Together, we will declare God's mighty acts. Verse 5. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works, I will meditate. What wonderful works has God been doing in your life? We just took a majority of our worship service this morning to stop and to think about what God has been doing here at First Alliance. To hear highlights about about a building that we have, that we have, and and although the church is not a building, we've been asked to steward this building well. We've been we've been asked to to steward the education of children and students. We've been asked to to steward the the uh, the, the 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 growth and the faith of each other as a church. What what has God been been teaching us? What has God been showing us has been part of the theme this morning. Like, this is the goodness of God. This is, in all of its challenges, in all of its frustration, there is joy. There is beauty. There is hope. We reflect that as as individuals and we reflect that as a congregation. There are seasons of mourning. There are seasons of difficulty. There are seasons of challenge but we've mastered through those. We've walked through those. We've moved through those because we've prayed and we've kept our eyes on Jesus. We've lived through those as a congregation because we as people have done the same. We keep our eyes on Jesus. We persevere and we keep moving and we pray And we worship and we ask God, would you show us again your goodness? On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works, I will meditate. Interesting word that the psalmist used, right? Meditate. It's not just passing over. It's not just glancing around. But it's meditating. It's stopping to think about Many of you would, would know that this word meditate in the, in the Old Testament is, is a word that is akin to a cow that chews its cud. Did you know that? That a cow, as it eats, does cow things, right? I don't want to gross you out this morning, but, you know, it eats, and then it eats again. It chews its cud it's what this word meditate means in the Old Testament. So it's not, a, it's not a rushing by. It's a stopping and thinking and listening to. God, what are you saying to us here? And what does the psalmist say? On your wonderful works, I will meditate. Again, it's too easy to forget God's goodness. When life gets hard to feel as though God has abandoned us. And sometimes... Sometimes we, we, we see God's goodness in an, in an unexpected gift. Sometimes it's a peace that passes understanding. Sometimes, sometimes uh, again, I talked to you last week, I, I said sometimes the best, the best part of Sunday is just the interactions in the hallway. And somebody will look at you and they'll give you a wink and a nod and they'll give you a fist bump or a high five or a pat on the back or just a simple shake of the hand. And that was the thing that you needed for that day. That's God's goodness and his wonderful works showing up in our lives. A spoken word that that speaks life to us at, at, at just the best time that we needed it. Sometimes in the hardest seasons of life, we can see beauty that comes from ashes. And sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget. We forget how good God is. We forget his wonderful works. And that's why the psalmist asks us to meditate. So today, as we close, I'm going to ask you to do this. There's uh, There's a colored note card in the pew back in front of you. I'm going to ask you to take one of those. Everybody should play. This is an Evansland All Skate. If you don't know what that is, then you don't know what the dock is either. Take the, take the note card. If there aren't any more note cards, just take a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be the colored one. There's nothing fancy about the colored one. It's just an object. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down as many things as you can remember of how God has wonderfully worked in your life this year, right now. I want you to do it now, this isn't a take home. Because if, if you take it home, this is just gonna end up in the bottom of your car. Right now. I'm gonna invite our, our worship team to come back as soon as they're ready. But I want you to write down as many things as you can think of that God has been good to you in the past year. You personally, your life, your family, your home. How has God been good to you? If you can't I'm hoping you can come up with at least one. At least one. How has God been good to you this year? Take a moment and write that down. Today I want to invite you to to take that home. And put it somewhere. Put it, put it put it, on your refrigerator or put it on your mirror. Uh, for some of us, if you're like me, just go ahead and open your car door and put it under your front seat because it's going to end up there anyway. And so the next time you go to clean it out, there it is. And you'll remember God's goodness. But put it somewhere where you'll see it. Put it somewhere where when you pick it up, you'll remember, oh, that's what God did in my life. That's how God moved. As frustrating or challenging perhaps this season of life has been, God moved this way. God did this good thing in my life. God did this wonderful thing. And if we're fortunate enough, maybe it's more than one. Maybe it's two or three or 10 or 12. But take it and write it and hold on to it. Slip it into your Bible, put it up somewhere that we would be able to meditate on what God has done in our lives. I just recently crossed uh, the 100-day mark here at First Alliance. Hundred days on staff, hundred days lead pastor, and and as we come to an annual meeting, it would be easy for me to want to share some big, new, bold initiatives that I have after the first hundred days. Let me cast a vision for you of what I see for First Alliance this next year, right? But hey, I've only been here a hundred days. I'm still finding all the all where all the chairs are. It would be easy to try to cast some big vision. Here's the vision. In all seriousness, here's the vision. Can we be people who turn our hearts towards God in Jesus Christ? Period. That's the big vision. Now, over the weeks and months and uh, this next year, we'll, we'll come back and we'll, we'll push some ideas and we'll, we'll have some different... We'll do that. We'll do that for sure. But at the end of the day, friends, right? Right? At the end of the day, what really matters? Where's our heart? Are we connected to the goodness of God? Who first and foremost showed us that in Jesus Christ, laying down his life for us. And if we've never, never taken up that gift then maybe today's the day. Today's the day when we say, you know what? I want Jesus to forgive my sin and lead my life. I want to know the goodness of God. Will you pray with me? Father, we ask right now that if that is the call in our hearts right now, then we would have the courage to say, Lord, forgive me my sin. Lead my life. I want to know your goodness. I want to follow you. I want to be able to write something on his card. For the rest of us, God, help us to remember your goodness. Help us to see that. Help us to celebrate. It is good to be together to celebrate. Let us do that well. We thank you for how much you love us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.